Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. to see you thank you for joining us on a musicals taught me everything i know when i say see you know i mean here like you hear us anyway this is just getting a little bit nuts it's me kb and i am joined today by julie oh hi and miranda and tui hi hello my dog is here <laughs> but she's very silky today so she's she's likely to be very quiet Oh, that's okay. She looks really cute on our screen because we are still in isolation. We're doing this virtually. It's a little virtual table. And joining us as our special guest today is Paige McKay. Hello. Hello, Paige. Thank you for coming on, mate. My pleasure. Now, we are talking about a show that you have been in. Yes. Little Women. Mm -hmm. Um, But before we get to know Little Women, we are going to get to know you, Paige McKay. Okay, let's do it. Are you ready? Miranda, we didn't sing the song last episode because you were not on and we well, need it. it didn't that was sad right. for you. Yeah. But this will not be a sad episode, okay? This, this episode will rise. It yeah. will rise from the ashes of the last episode and become a beautiful, new, wonderful thing featuring getting to know you. The Phoenix version of getting to know you. Let us do this. Miranda, it's nice to have you back. It is my pleasure to be back. Um, Paige, which musical theatre character would other people compare you to? Okay, I have a funny answer. (laughs) So I thought thought people would see me as like a Dawn from Waitress or like a Rose from Dogfight, right? But then I asked a friend... And I asked a friend today being like, I need to have this answer by tonight. And they're like, I think you remind me of Nala from The Lion King. <laughs> and I was like, what? Are you kidding me? But then you they- are a lion who can talk, so it I makes can- sense. Okay. I, I can get- totally see it. I see it. I see it. And yeah. She-, she was like, well, she's like very strong. So I was like, thank you. Yeah. And she said like, everyone thinks that I'm older than I am. So she's like, mm-hmm. well, beyond her years. Mm-hmm. And like family is everything to her and yeah. she doesn't take shit from people. And I was like, no. thanks. It's true. Yeah. And you put your foot down when you need to, but you're also very like open-minded. I would say Nala is like, yeah. Yeah. It was like accurate. accurate. Good but one. He was like, not visually, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It's fine. Just so you guys know that listening um, Paige does not look like a lioness. Um, she looks like a human. 
Um, <laughs> what musical character would you like other people to compare you to then? Well, um, funny that the theme or like the topic of today is it a women, but I would actually love to be compared to any of the March sisters, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like Joe or Amy even, just because they're so driven and I love like their creativity to make something out of nothing and their love for family is just I can like totally relate to that so any of them nice nice um what is your dream role my dream this is like the hardest one whenever (laughs) the best part also to listen to because I'm like even if I don't know them as a person I'm like who do they want to be um I would probably have to say Anya from Anastasia yeah nice I think you'd be a beautiful Anya thanks that's awesome We'll get that happening for you, mate, as soon as we yeah. can. <laughs> um, of all the Sondheims, Paige, yeah. what is your favourite Sondheim? Mm. I'm going to have to admit that I, like, didn't really listen to Sondheim much until the last year or two. So I'm going to have to say Into the Woods, only because so I did it. But... You just did it. It's the best. It's fine. Bye. That's my favourite, yeah. <laughs> Guys, I saw it in Into the Woods because I was in it too I was it was like, great you were in into the woods Julie <laughs> but we were never that's a lie we were on stage at the same time yeah one barely just one whole yeah. one whole scene half a scene a bit of a scene um one song <laughs> uh what is your go-to shower song at the moment um any Carol King is always my go-to shower song yes queen no. I could actually see you as her when you get older too mm-hmm that would actually be awesome. Yeah, I love 70s, 70s music. That's like, that's more of my go-to than musical theatre, I think. Yeah. Really? But yeah, any of that. Any it's, of that. I'm sorry. Is she allowed to say that on this podcast? Um, I don't know. Do we I'm end it sure. now? Definitely. Yeah, okay. This is going to be a short episode. Thanks for coming, Paige. <laughs> Bye, guys. Uh, no, no, no. You have to answer the, like, ultimate question. Oh, yeah. You have to. And it is. If you were to delete a musical from existence, it cannot be Cats, what would it be? Yeah, thought long and hard about this one, but I would have to erase Fame the Musical from all existence. Nice. I think that was, I think that's been done before. Yeah, very recently had another deletion. So yeah, get it out of here. (laughs) Like even though I'm at uni, it was fun because it was my friends, but I would never. I mean, it doesn't add any value to anything, really. Let's Absolutely not. Real. <laughs> Alrighty, well, now that we've gotten to know Paige, let's play some music and then get to know Little Women. Now, Little Women is based on the book written by Louisa May Alcott. Paige, I do have a little task for you. It's not a big task. It's just a little two-minute one. It just, it will only take you two minutes. Can you give us the plot of Little Women in two minutes? Yes, I can do that. Julie's getting the time ready. She is ready. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so yes, it's a like based on Louisa May Alcott's book written in 1868 I think Mm -hmm. and it's on four sisters Joe, Meg, Beth, Amy 
and it sort of follows their story of their family um, during the Civil War. So their father off to war. Um, John wants to be a writer. She wants to write great books, um, but not just like any old books about like marriage and love and stuff, but it has to have like the blood and guts and all that good stuff. So there's that. <laughs> And then everyone's like growing up and there's like all these like time back and forths. Um, and then people get married, which yep. is great. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil the plot, but you know, um, there's a lot of grief. There's a lot of loss, but there's also like a lot of love. Um, there's a lot of plays that happen that the girls create. Um, jo ends up where she wants to be by the end, which is awesome. Um, she does become a writer, which is great. And the girls sort of all find their way, even though it might not necessarily be what they thought it was going to be or where they thought they were going to end up. Um, but either way, the like the family unit and love is like the theme all the way through. Ta-da! Ta-da! Good job. You had 42 seconds to spare. No spoilers were had, guys. I know. No spoilers <laughs> were had. Um, now, a book, many, a movie a tv series it's just been recently made into a film yet again but this is the only musical version the stage version of it they haven't popped that on screen yet um and Sutton Foster's been in the cast it's 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 very I'd say there's been some like big names attached to it but it has it's not as popular as I thought it may have been considering the popularity of the films I knew I, I grew up on the Winona Ryder 1994 <laughs> film I watched That's it classic. over and over and over and over again it was awesome classic. I like classic <laughs> who doesn't love good Winona Ryder Kirsten Dunst Claire Danes kind of action you know you know <laughs> um and I couldn't find a lot of fun facts on the show like the musical but there's a bunch of fun facts um on the book itself um it was only nominated for one tony award in its year and that was for Should best performance yeah should have been more. it's totally. a wonderful show i actually think that the um the book of the musical mm. the um scene work the lines if you will <laughs> are are actually adapted really well um, yeah. for the characters mm-hmm. and and given a little bit of shorthand for some of the characters so that you you get to them faster which of course you always have to do in musicals but yeah. um the the lyric writing in the songs as well I blends really seamlessly it's one of the things that I really love about the show is that it's so true to the characters that it creates might not be the exact same nuance of character that we see in the books or that you might mm-hmm. take away from Winona Ryder's wonderful acting but uh, <laughs> yeah. it's just so solid Miranda you can't get past it <laughs> um I actually do really like her in that film I, I don't much like her much else but <laughs> but I will forgive her for little women but I I do think that it's it's um, undervalued in, as far as that is concerned. But maybe that's just you know once you've been in it, you see things very differently. And a show like that really creates a family. I think particularly among that cast of women. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, Paige knows what I'm talking about because Paige, Paige has done it. <laughs> she's played. You played Amy, right, Paige? You play Amy, yeah. And Miranda, did you directed it? Direct the Ignatians concert version. You did. I, I did. saw that one. Me oh too. wow! Yeah, 
I'm always gonna like Nick Hollenby's Laurie is always gonna be the highlight of my musical theater watching experience and Danica and him were just beautiful together so well done Miranda you did a he great job he wasn't playing Laurie he was playing the other one but oh, the other enough. one I, was like, I always forget his name <laughs> I was the like I KB and I saw his the same show then the teacher one his name is John it's easy to forget yeah yeah, it is. Sorry, Nick. Sam was a beautiful Laurie. But Sam was also a beautiful Laurie. Sorry, Sam Huberts. Um, <laughs> it was a great show and um, I haven't seen any other versions of it. So it, in my mind, is um, that's how it the is, best, right? Miranda. And that's I'm sorry, done. Paige, but I know that you would have been a beautiful Amy. No, that's really- thank you um <laughs> oh I would like to see pages Amy. I would love to see pages mm. Amy I think it would be mm. an amazing amazing thing now Louisa May Alcott did not want to write Little Women we may never have had this story you know no how crazy is good that? thing she was forced to write it she kind of was but it was in a weird way in that um the publisher was like okay well if you're not gonna write it your dad's a writer so how about we just ask your dad to write it and she was like no no I'll do it it's fine it's totally yeah. fine all right all right little women um but there's been some cool peeps Sutton Foster uh Stephen Mai was in the Australian production um but I think what we really want to know guys is has this show had a bad review not one that I could find yeah <gasps> go little women no and oh. I was very surprised because listening to the soundtrack I think it's I personally think it's a really conflicting vocal sound to orchestral backing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think at times, especially with Joe's character, and this was uh, has always been my my standpoint on Little Women, is that there's um, there becomes a point with Belt that you're just kind of screaming at the audience and you need to stop. Um, so I was very, very surprised. I did not find a negative review about it, but I think that was also in part just because of how far I would have had to dive into the internet to find it because the book is so popular. The movies are so popular. It's actually very hard to find a review of the musical. There are some out there with Sutton Foster, but, um, she'll never get a bad review because she's amazing. She'll never mm. get a bad review. And I think because mm. the musical... I blame the belting on her, though. <laughs> I think I... the musical is so true to the story that it. I don't think it would ever disappoint a fan of Little Women. In, in some ways, it's, it's a better telling of the story than, than some of the other film adaptations. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the more recent film feels more like it follows the storyline like the storyboard of the musical but without mm. the songs yeah. I, I'm actually really disappointed they didn't just make the musical for film but I mean Emma Watson we'll was it. in that so I'm kind of glad they didn't <laughs> kind of rude Julie uh, we don't need another Beauty and the Beast incident true fair um is there anything else about the show that we should know about or shall we move on to some lessons that this show has taught us? Let's move on! Music, please, Mr. Zane, producer man. All right. We have lessons of family and love, doing it tough in some tough times. But what are some lessons that we have taken away from Little Women? Either from doing it or from seeing it, from listening I... to it? personally learnt from the Little Women that Miranda directed the story of Little Women. I hadn't seen it prior to or read it or anything prior to seeing that production. 
Oh, amazing. Mm. I was like, oh, this is that story. This is great. It is great. I am glad that you learned that lesson, Julie, because mm. it's an excellent story. Any other lessons, Timo? I think that the story of Little Women and and the musical sort of reiterates a couple of the prime moments in the show that, that sort of say to really appreciate the time you have with people and mm-hmm. to let them go when it's time to let them go. And yeah. it's um, we sort of see it twice in, in the musical, in um, the song between... Beth and Joe, and then again when Mommy is talking to Joe about Beth having died, spoiler alert, um, she walks off into the sunset, as they say. Um, I think everyone knows that happens in all of them. It's pretty famous. Um, I mean, if you've seen Friends, you know that as well. Yeah, that's the point at which um, they have to put the book in the freezer, right? Yeah. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But both of those songs reiterate that message that is perhaps a little more subtle in the original book mm. of, of saying, you know, they, they're going to live on in all of the memories you have of them and, and everything that you do from now on in their name and in their memory inspired by them is, is part of their gift to you and, and to focus on the positive of that. And that there's a lot of really beautiful um, imagery, I guess, around grief in this show mm-hmm. so then that that song with mommy when mommy is saying you know she's going to live on in you just keep going and honor that and then we get this the next what I actually think is probably Joe's biggest number in the show um astonishing comes at the end of the first act and everyone that's the one that everybody knows because it's got the mega belt in it that Julie loves so much <laughs> but then um she sings this number in the second act where she says you know that it's um, it's her responsibility to do what Beth wanted her to do with her life and to make it yeah. work and, and to use that as inspiration. I think that's a, probably the biggest moment in the show for me. But, yeah, um, yeah. there we go. I, I like it. it. a long time. That's <laughs> what I learned. And I think off the back of that is that dreaming big and outside of your means doesn't necessarily mean that it's, it's, not, it's not impossible to achieve. And at some point, Joe does go what am I doing maybe it's just better to do what I was meant to do in a small town and be the woman that everyone expects me to be and then I think that moment also fuels her into be like no I can do this and that no dream is really too big as long as I can 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 back myself um which I think is also a very important lesson um from this particular musical I think um Joe also learns like what you know yeah. Yeah, she was she was trying to come up with this fantastical story because that's what people wanted or that's what yeah. she thought people wanted, this all this drama and excitement. And then when she wrote from the heart, it it succeeded, made sense. Yeah. And potentially also a lesson that Louisa May Alcott learned during the writing of this too, because it was kind of like, This is the story we want you to write, go and do it. And so she wrote about her own sisters and her own upbringing and maybe that was as she was writing it what she figured out along the way as well. Paige did you learn anything from playing the character Amy like because she's seen I would say mostly in a bad light. Yeah it was so interesting I actually because this was in my third year of uni when we did the show um and so I actually auditioned for Joe Mm -hmm. but I got Amy at first 
I was a little bit like, oh my goodness, I've been cast as like the young brat. And she totally is the young brat. But I, when we were, when I was talking with our director and our music director, I was like, I really want to make sure that act one, Amy and act two, Amy, there is a, there is a growth there. Like there has to be some sort of change or else she's just a brat flatline, you know? And cause she is the youngest of course. And she, spoiler, she burns the book. She does. <laughs> She really pushes Joe to her limits and the other girls to her limits. So there is totally that sort of young naivety there. Um, but I think I learned that, I, I think I learned as an actor, I learned that there is so much more to being a musical theatre performer than just your voice, singing voice. That was a huge lesson for me personally. That was massive. Um, and you can't just rest on your singing but and then because it wasn't even a dancing show either. Bye forever is a bit of movement, but you know, there's no tap numbers in um little women. Um so oh, yeah, Miranda directs it yeah. again. Oh, tap <laughs> dies. Beth dies, um, she inserts the tap yeah. break. <laughs> with with the with the flag. No, the flag, the kite. The kite. <laughs> yeah. Literally. But yeah, so that was a big lesson. But I think um even though Amy is so similar to Joe in the, in the sense that they're sort of zero to a hundred, they're both very gung ho. They'll just trust their gut and they'll go for it, whether whether that's the right decision or not in the moment. Um, but I think it's the, the end main day, reasons why they clash, exactly. and that's that's written into the the book. And I think it's yeah. flagged in the musical really well um, that they're the two fiery tempers and then these you know other two beautiful sisters who who you know level out the energy but yeah Yeah, exactly it's this nice balance between the four of them but yeah and I think it was just finding how to play her authentically um but not just make her one color was a really Mm -hmm. big um learning curve but yeah she she taught me a lot and a lot of resilience but also that at the end of the day she just wants to be loved and mm-hmm. wants to give love to everyone around her. So that's probably the biggest lesson that I took from playing um, Amy. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. How about you, Julie? Any other lessons? Other than what the book is about? Um, <laughs> other than I really dislike the character of Joe when it's sung at full pelt at my face? Um, <laughs> no. Right. What's the power of her passion? Yes. But I think that is communicated. I don't think it's communicated well by belting every single song she's in. I think it was definitely a time in musical theatre, and we're still kind of in that time where belt is is very um, important for some reason, and it has become very much a like competition of, of belt who can belt their face off. If you yeah. have a listen to, I don't know which recording I listen to on Spotify, whichever one is available on Spotify, she slips off the note and it's still in the recording. I was like, that's not good. She's had like a blowout and it's still in here. I don't, but some people like that. Maybe that's the lesson that you could take away from it, Julie. That I will not be taking away. Some people love a good belt. No, um, some yes. people like being screamed at vocally. It's the Hate it. Female equivalent of emotion. The bigger the belt you can tend pull out is is equivalent to how much emotional stakes are in the in the show at that moment for that character well in that case she's hysterical (laughs) but it's sort of like a belt isn't really justified if the emotion isn't there right yeah Yeah. but that's what I felt in like every the reason 
I'm saying that it's because she's singing in like full belt in almost every single song. I'm like, you can't, you can't do it for every song, kids. But she doesn't need to. Like, it's no. not actually written like that. It's it's a portrayal that a lot of it's a choice people young girls uh, <laughs> strive for. But um, I I think the other thing. I've lost my train of thought. I've lost my train of thought. It's happened. Belt, belt, oh, belt, belt, belt. Screaming, belt. emotion, screaming acting. Emotion. It's like the acting it's... equivalent of a 15-year-old always choosing the scenes where they get to cry. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was going to say, I think that's why we also, we hear so many, um, you know, disturbing versions of Astonishing, mm. particularly from young singers, because the the emotional drive and the story drive isn't behind it. It does just sound like belting out of nowhere for no reason. Yeah. Um, but when you see it in the context of what is happening and the build-up of that whole first act, astonishing makes a lot more sense. Yeah. And that that free expression of just letting go is a really actually really big part of her story journey to that point. And then when she does it again in that in the second act, it's that next step of I of letting go of her expectations. It has a lot of release in those moments. So the the belting belting in inverted commas, um, which you can't see in this audio medium, <laughs> but I just did for everyone on their screens. Well, we heard it. They heard it. Um, is it actually makes a lot more sense in the context of the show. Yeah. And it's written for a reason, mm-hmm. but it isn't actually written in every song. No. And as soon as like somebody does it, you know, as soon as Alphaba does the riff at the end, everyone does the riff. And once it's know, recorded it's just... and that's the available version, yeah. people yeah. very rarely stray from what and they've then heard. If and that's does, so disappointing. I know. But when somebody does, it's wrong. You know, like Emma yeah. Stone doesn't belt her face off when she played um Sally Bowles in Cabaret and everyone was like why not and it's like well it doesn't need to be belted she's the emotions there I guess we've learned that storytelling is just as important and as long as your vocals are supported by your storytelling everything is a-okay thanks for getting that back on track KB yeah anyway that's the point I was trying to make (laughs) let us move on to Dreamcast I'm just gonna put Zach in as Laurie because who doesn't want to marry Laurie at the end? I mean, Tim- Timothy Chalamet in the last movie, I was like, I love. Jesus Zane has put his hand up saying he doesn't want to marry but Zach Efron. He Laurie, doesn't want to marry, which is absolute bullcrap. That's why he's not on this episode. Perfectly honest. <laughs> but if we could cast anybody we like, anybody in the world, well, who I'm just would we saying. Cast in this show? I'm just saying. Um, in order of how I see us on the screen right now, yes. Miranda Selwood as Joe. Julia Isaac-Trager as Meg, uh-huh. KB is unfortunately going to die as Beth, and it's Paige fine. can reprise her Amy. This is uh, it's going to be a very um, it's going to be a very tragic death. You're all going to be very emotional about it. It's going to be which great. leaves uh, our producer Zane C. Weber, who no one can hear, but he is here as Laurie. No, no, he can play Professor Bayer or or the um, <gasps> our Aunt March. Chris Kellett role. Oh, Aunt 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 he be Mr. Lawrence? Mr. Lawrence, okay, yes. I'm sorry, but I think he would make a far less skippable Aunt March. Because oh, I did find myself pressing skip on a lot of her songs. <laughs> it's actually interesting in the musical that they chose to to make Aunt March like the comic relief. Yeah. And oh, that's mate. another 
it's another thing that they added to this more recent movie yeah. remake is they really softened and made her a bit of a, a bit funny. comedic yeah. moment. Yeah. And you want yeah. it when you've got like Meryl Streep. You want it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, do we have anybody else? Is there anybody else we'd like to see? Yeah, I would like to see uh, a person who I've immediately forgotten his name. <laughs> That's What's he in? What have we seen him in? Tangled. She loves me. Zachary Levi. Zachary Levi in um as Laurie. Yeah, he'd be a good Laurie too. Mm. Like he's he'd getting a bit be old. A good John. Mm-hmm. A bit like, longer than two. He'd be a good John, I think, now with his little silver fox thing happening. Mm. I yeah. I would love to see a young a younger, slightly younger, maybe maybe I don't know, Colin Firth as Professor Bayer. Ooh, yeah. I don't I know if he can that. sing. Doesn't matter. Every British uh, actor can, right? I was like, did he sing way. in Mamma Mia? Who can remember? We're also scarred yeah. by Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, it's funny you mentioned Emma Stone. I think she'd make a fantastic Joe. I I, again, awesome I don't know whether she can sing it, but she's mm. got the personality and the spunk for it. Yeah. I, I think she has a really interesting rap because for me, um, I hadn't heard her sing, obviously, before I saw her in Cabaret. And I think for her, for me personally, that's awesome. She was awesome in that. I wanted to, I just wanted to hug her by the end of that show. Mm. I don't need her to belt her face off, which is what people wanted from La La Land. Yeah. Um, but I think she would be awesome as Joe. I think everything that we were talking about storytelling wise would be. Oh, Maybe that would fix my Joe problem. Maybe it would. Maybe it would. Yeah. If she doesn't yeah, belt it, Julie will be happy. Yeah. yeah. I think she'd be good. Yeah. yeah. Well, then who would we cast opposite? Emma Stone for the sisters. Can we just get all Emmas? Yeah. Emma Watson, Emma Thompson. Okay, <laughs> Emma Thompson I'm not taking playing Mommy. Yeah. Like, oh, Emma Thompson playing Mommy. Yeah. Oh, that would be so good. Who are, what other Emmas have we got about that? Um, Hang on, I'll look it up. Emma. <laughs> Emma. <laughs> Emma Watson. Oh, I've got can Emma play Stone, Meg. Emma Watson, Emma Movie. Emma Movie. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe an Emily, Emily Browning could Emily, come in and play oh, Beth. I was gonna say Emily Blunt, but she's a bit old compared Emily to Emily Blunt. Stone. She could, like, she could be like a Meg, maybe. She could be a Meg, or she could be a Mommy, and Emma Thompson couldn't be an Aunt March. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. She can yeah. Like, we can make it happen, guys. Emma's, Emily's. Yep, it will happen. I don't know how we ended up on this train, but cool, cool, cool. Well, I always throw the casting in weird places. I love it. I mean, I would just say, let's see the movie cast in the musical and see what happens. (laughs) I would agree with that, bar Emma Watson, because I can't do it again. No, I want to see, like, my movie cast, the 94 movie Oh, the 94 movie. Christian Bale as Laurie. Who doesn't want that again? Not so little women. (laughs) Not so little women, the musical. (laughs) All right, guys, let's move on and see what top five lists we can put a little woman on today. Top five shows for women. Yeah. Yes. Yep. yep. All yeah. strong roles there. Like even Beth to a point. Beth has a, a Beth has a, has a purpose, even though yeah. she's the sad character. Mm-hmm. All very strong roles. Um, and not and not many male roles in the show at all when it comes down Ooh. to it. True. Yeah, There's yeah, a few yeah. of them and they're small. Yeah. yeah. And they're, uh, you know, it's nice to see them 
playing second fiddle for a change. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, even the second, like, the, the ensemble roles, like, the troll are played by the girls. Mm. It's, it's awesome. Not, it's like a bunch of random dudes <laughs> thrown in there. <laughs> yeah, that's totally it. I would say top five classic literature turned musical. Ooh. Yes, okay. Um, there's a lot of them, but I would definitely put it top five. And I think yeah. it's, again, because of how true it is to the storyline, not necessarily the nitty-gritty of the book, but the storyline mm-hmm. and the characters are so spot on. Yeah. Um, it's the same intention. Beautifully. Yeah, that's Absolutely. right. Absolutely. Yeah, I would definitely put it up there. Um, any other top fives for Little Women? Uh, top five shows I've directed. I'm yeah, just gonna, it was like awesome. just put that on my list. Yeah, I, yeah. I, it's a dream show for a director if you if you get the perfect cast, which is what I I happen to luck into. Yeah. Um. You know they because of that sense of all the characters are family and they create family and create that in your cast. We yeah. had such a a beautiful experience on that production, and I was very happy. And there, I think it's one of the shows where the whole cast is still quite close. They like there are po- there's just been a recent post shared. I think Danica reposted something from that show that, it, and like it was memorable. It was a really yeah. awesome time. Yeah, definitely a strong cast. It there. touches you. In it your does soul parts. And I think it for like that particular production, it would definitely be like top five minimal minimalist productions I saw. You didn't need a lot. You didn't have a full set. You didn't have, like, you had full costumes, but that was pretty much oh, it. Yeah. It was a constant series kind of deal. So Top five shows requiring giant skirts. <laughs> giant yeah. skirts. It's the this, course. The King and I, uh, I guess Anastasia. That My was Fair Lady? My uh, not even. No. no. Not enough hoops in My Fair Lady. Not enough big hoops in Doesn't they just have big bustles, though? Like, aren't they, like... Yeah. <laughs> Um, any other top fives, guys? Um, would this be in the top five roles you've played, Paige? Yeah, yeah. Oh, same as Miranda, like top five shows I've done for sure. Nice. Yeah, whenever when I listened back to the cast recording when you asked me to be on this podcast, yeah. I literally was like, oh, yep, this is it. <laughs> I remember it. The orchestra is just amazing. So yeah, this is definitely be a top five for sure. I'm going to put it on top five um, classical to classical pop musical blend. I, I have worded it badly. I would say <laughs> classical modern musical. Yeah, but they've, it's even like Paige was saying, it's even in the orchestration, it has this quite a classical sort of orchestration, but quite a pop sound in the way yeah, that Which is what I think I was sung. mad about. But I think it works in this uh, yes, show. Yes, I agree. With, without... Yeah the belting that noise the crap out of me the rest of the sound really really works in telling that story yeah there was I don't know whether you saw it recently but there was a um live online because of isolation um opening night for a new musical of Pride and Prejudice I want to say possibly yeah and they they were trying to do a very similar thing to, to Little Women in that it was visually all very traditional in period, but the music was entirely out of period. It yeah. was a very, very modern music and almost had rock ballads and things in it. It really didn't work for me as well <laughs> as it did in Little Women. 
but yeah. I think they they get the blend right in this show. So there you go, okay. top five of those for me. Nice. Well, yeah. whatever term we decide to go mm. with in that top five list. Well, guys, if that is all for top fives, I'm just going to let you know where you can find us if you haven't already. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Musicals Teach Me. You can find us on Facebook at Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. You can email us at Musicals Taught Me Podcast at gmail.com. And you can find us at our home on the web at that's not canon.com forward slash Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. Now, I know we're in a wacky and a weird time, but if you would like to become a patron via patreon.com, just have a look for us forward slash musicals taught me everything i know and you can join the ranks of some of the greatest people ever thank you so much for those who continue to support us even through this um strange time with uh without you we wouldn't do what we do and if you do become a patron you unlock some awesome content including our very first two episodes ever that haven't i think only one has been released to the public so you can hear us try and figure it all out um plus some very cool top five lists julie used to do some doodles i did one recently I don't know if it got uploaded, but I did one. Very nice. She, uh, that's drawing. Let's just put that out there. That's a drawing. <laughs> um, and if we hit 1,000 patrons, it doesn't matter how long it takes us, Zane will do the Necronomicon. I say will. He thinks I say may, but I'm saying will. It's a promise. <laughs> We've promised it. It's been promised. It's been promised numerous times, over and over again. So By now, it would be negligent of him not to do it once we hit a thousand. It's true. Right. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much, Julie. Thank you, KB. Thank Miranda. you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Paige, for coming on and being our very special guest. Thank you. Thank you for having me, guys. Oh, anytime, mate. Anytime. This has been Musical Stormy Everything I Know. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 What happens when you put three of Brisbane's most talented musicians together to create a playlist? You get the new podcast, Shuffology. Join your three favourite Shuffologists on a journey through time, space, Shuffology and playlist creation. Every Sunday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and everywhere where a podcast is available. Playlists are available on Spotify after the show. That's Not Kind of Productions podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.